anime review. Welcome back, everyone, to another Two Dweebs podcast. I'm your host, Nick. And as always, we are joined by the bombastically beautiful Seaweed Ambassador. I want to be a cowboy, baby. <laughs> okay. I mean, we are we are reviewing Outlaw Star today. The That's third, right. How do you describe it? Uh, well, the it's third? a space western, but I... Maybe I'm the only one who does this, and like I don't know where I got it, but I call it a, the the space western trilogy from 1998, which includes Outlaw Star, Cowboy Bebop, and Trigon, only yeah. because they were they're all space westerns and they all came out in the same year. But we're not talking about Cowboy Bebop or Trigon, just Outlaw just Star. Outlaw the, Star. I, I'd say probably the most like the underrated one of the two. Or like I would definitely say the most underrated. Yeah. And no. yeah. Okay, so we before we get into that though, we're gonna just uh, talk a little bit, uh, some news, anime news, maybe we're up to just to loosen ourselves yep. on. You said you had a lot to talk about. I here. got so I got three uh, news pieces here. Um, so as you know, I'm a big fan of Studio Ponok. Um, not really anything they've made yet, but I like the studio. Right? <laughs> it's weird, I know, but uh, their newest movie, uh, Modest Heroes, it's an anthology film. And it's actually going to be coming to uh, American theaters uh, in January. Okay. So is that's it pretty cool. You? I don't know. I haven't checked yet. I mean, I hope. But we'll see. We'll see. I'll, be, I'll definitely be watching it either way. Um, oh, yeah. So I want to see, like, where the – because it looks interesting. Like, the visuals they have, they're very, like, different visuals. Like, have you seen um, Only Yesterday from Studio yes. Ghibli? They've yeah. got one that is, like, in that kind of – the art style when she's thinking back on herself as a kid. Oh, like they've okay. got some of that in there. Um, there's one with like, it looks like an invisible girl, but I can't really tell or boy, whatever. Um, I don't know. I'm just looking at the screenshots here on the ANN article, but it looks see, pretty cool. So see, I hate it when you, when someone compares like it's Ponak, is that how you pronounce it? Right. Pono. I think. Pono. I think it's Pono. I hate it. Like, I just, I wish they would like branch out from studio Ghibli. Like the, the fact that you said it looks kind of like, this scene yeah. from Studio Ghibli movie kind of worries me a bit. Yeah, I and think that's their biggest problem. Yeah, and like that was something I touched on when I talked about Mary and the Witch's Flower. Is mm-hmm. uh, it was just too similar to Ghibli, but uh, like I hope that they do new um, something new, you know, like yeah, something I mean, I, like that defines them as a studio rather than being um, the kid brother to Studio, studio Ghibli. Ghibli. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that I agree with that completely. They just need, it's like the, I think they've been playing it safe recently because they're a new studio, but now that they have, a I mean, they only have them, one movie out. That's true. So they, 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 they're, they're very, very new. Young, they're a very young yeah. studio. And I understand like why they want to do that. Cause it definitely like brings people in. Cause nobody really would have cared about Mary and the Witch's Flower if they didn't have that Ghibli name on it, you know? That's true. So I think, I think it definitely, I think it helps them from a marketing standpoint. It's just like artistically, I'd rather see, um, some more originality, I guess. I don't yeah, know if that's really I, the right word, but especially with the staff, they have a very like uh, solid. Um, I guess honestly, it's from Ghibli. Like a solid, a solid animation and uh, storyboarding staff. Yeah, they I, really I do. I mean, I think they're just the the belt, make make some money, and then they'll work on more. Yeah, uh, intensive projects. That's what the same thing QNE did. They did what? Uh, uh, what was it called? The Fufumu, um, Full Metal Panic. Oh yeah, Full Metal Fumofu, right? Or yeah, was it Fumofu. whatever? I haven't seen it yet, but. Um, yeah, I say most studios, they start out, you know, cause you just gotta, you gotta get money to fund your projects and then you can start making exactly. peak content, 
like Kaon and like uh, like Sao or yeah, like Sao. Yeah, Astroscore. Yes, another class like Fairy Tale. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> don't get me started. We could be here all night. Okay. Let, okay. Let's, let's get off this topic. Let's move to the next yep. one. We don't want to. So the next one I got for you. This one, this one relates to uh, an episode we did. Was it the last one when we did Godzilla? Yeah, it was the last one. Yeah. So this one relates to Godzilla, and uh, so at the uh, showing the theater chain, they uh, in what do you think they would do for like promotional things? Like at the for theater the for movie. the Godzilla movie, yeah. Maybe like give out little Godzilla figures or something like that. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Well, this is Japan, right? So okay. we don't just get little figures. No, 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 no. Toho Cinemas um, installed yeah. Godzilla-themed yeah. toilet paper in the restrooms. Wait, are you serious? <laughs> yes, this is not a joke. Uh, so let me send you this link here. The um. Yeah. I'll post it in the description of the. Yeah, we'll podcast. post all the links to everything we talk about in the description here. Um, it's actually the uh, design on the toilet paper is, I believe, I'm pretty sure that's King Ghidorah oh um, God, from the movie. Awesome. It looks really cool, but I would almost be hesitant to use it, you know, because <laughs> like it looks sick, and like the wrapping around the toilet paper has like a the movie poster on it, and yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for this movie, you especially know. now that they got toilet paper. <laughs> You you know people were stealing these. You, they, these were not. Oh, one hundred percent. People were taking these. Yeah, that's awesome. That is actually really funny. It is. Yeah. I think it was last episode. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. That's crazy. I think so too. Um, all right, and then I got one more piece of uh okay. of news here, and uh, this is a more video game thing, but it still ties in with anime because uh, you know Kingdom Hearts three been pretty big recently, you know, um, because it's finally happening. Yeah, it's and it's coming out. Yeah, and the other thing that's going to be finally happening, which is apparently it's going to be the next PR priority, is going to be the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, um, okay. So, I guess we'll see like what happens with that because I know that I think I I think it was pre-ordered for me for Christmas two years ago now. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was two years ago. I've had this thing on pre-order. For, for a Christmas present, and uh, I guess we'll just see what happens when it comes out, you know? I mean, there's a lot so, of negative opinions, but, you know. So, know. wait, you've had this thing on order for two years now? Or has it, you ordered it first two years ago? Well, I was, I got it as a, it as a gift two years ago, like uh, like, oh. the, like the pre-order as a gift, yeah. and uh, because Amazon said, you know, it'd be out within the next year or whatever, and they're just like, all right, yeah, sure, um, I'll get that for you. Uh, you like Final Fantasy? I was like, yeah. And then, you know, nothing happened. Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't know if yeah. Amazon probably canceled the pre-orders, honestly. Um, but, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm just, like, honestly, I'm excited to hear more um, just about it in general. Um, I guess Nomura said that uh, development is progressing favorably, which is good. Um, and I know, like, a lot of people... Did you play Final Fantasy Fifteen? Uh, I didn't play 15 now. Okay, so a lot of people didn't really like the combat in it um, because it's more action-based and everything. But personally, I really enjoyed it. I liked the game. I didn't think the story was great, and I didn't like the way they divided up all the content, you know. But uh, in general, I thought the I thought it was fun to play. Like, I would go do fetch quests or whatever just because it was fun. And I think that's... So if the, if the combat is similar at all to Final Fantasy 15... 
but they make it so it's the story's better, which if it is Final Fantasy VII, I think it will be, hopefully, but they could, you know, mess that up as well. Okay. But I don't know. We'll have to see. Only time will tell us. Yeah. I think the big thing is just that we're getting, we're going to be getting news for it, which is more than we can say about the last few years for this game. Yeah, no, 100%. So... Um, is there anything else? Uh, that's yeah. That's all the things I brought in here. Um, okay. All right. So what are you? What have you been up to? What have you been up to here? I've been joining uh, good old PewDiePie's, hence the intro, uh, book club, and I've been reading this book. Uh, I wish I would have had it pulled up. It's whatever the newest book he's reading now, and it's about basically like it's a it's this Japanese book, where the premise is um, this guy gets trans maybe transferred. I'm not sure. But basically, gets forced to like dig this sand dune that's constantly refilling and it's just like him doing this task and it's actually really interesting what i've read so far um other than that i've just been watching as normal youtube uh finished outlaw star recently that's her that was pretty good yep yeah outlaw star i thought it was also pretty good too when i finished it i've been watching a lot of youtube recently um been playing a lot more games recently too been trying to finish up some for my steam library I've been you know. trying to like because I'm, I'm like for a while there I was really into visual novels. Uh, yeah. Virtual novels, excuse me. No visual. I mean, it is visual get, novels. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm trying to get back into those. Um, yeah, but, I want to start playing more of those as well. Um, see, the game I played most recently was Mirror's Edge, and man, oh, that was a disappointment. Okay. It's fun for the first two hours, but like just stop there, because it's the same game for the next like three, and it, like it doesn't get any better. So. Yeah. I'll keep that in mind if I ever pick up Mirror's Edge. Yeah. I don't know about the new one, but the the original. I don't know. I didn't care for it too much, but it's really short. So. All right. All right, John. I didn't come here to put boots to caterpillars. Let's talk about Outlaw Star. It, I think Let's talk about Outlaw Star. What would you, what did you rate it? What did you rate it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? What did you rate it? I gave it a seven. I thought it was good. You know what? That's that. What? We're va- I thought we agreed. I thought we agreed. Okay. But I gave it an eight, <laughs> so we're close. We're close. We basically gave it the same. It, it's just good and very good, so it's not really yeah. No, no I, I think it was very quality. Um, uh, I wish I would have took notes because then I would have a reason for why I gave it a seven. Because at times like, oh, that's a yeah. good point. That's probably why I gave it a seven. I, I also watched it two days ago. Is when I finished it. I it bit... finished it this morning. Oh so. yeah. As you do. As, As I do. do. Yep. Hey, it's not um, five minutes before we record this time. So yeah. <laughs> this is um, this is the longest show we've done on the podcast though twenty six at twenty six episodes. Yeah, it, um, with the specials. Included. Yeah, because we also watched the two uh, specials that were, came included on the VHS tapes when this oh, was originally yeah. put out. So um, uh, we'll talk about those later. Um, yeah, we'll talk about the specials in depth. <laughs> let's. I think <laughs> let's especially the the hot springs one. We have a lot to talk about there. Oh um, yeah. Um, but uh, first, I think we should probably start with the characters. Let's just get like get a. Should we give him the overview? Or first of all, spoilers for the um, entire. Yeah, series. we'll save the ending though. The last three episodes we'll save for later, because I yeah. do want to. I want to talk about those as a whole, but we'll save those I towards want, the end. I, I want to talk about those as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I say we just let's uh, let's just talk about the characters a little bit. Gene. Yeah, for sure. Gene Starwind. Okay, okay, so the very first episode of the show hooked me. Like, like yeah. nothing else I've seen in a while. Like, mm-hmm. that first episode was like, oh, this guy's a badass. Like, this is the epitome of yeah. the cool dude that I want to insert myself into. Um, yep. Oh, was he like, was so cool. Yeah, no. It, 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 I think this show it does a really good job of, like, 
mixing seriousness with uh, funny. Like it's. Uh, yeah, I thought I, that as well for the most it, part. Um, the one character though, just pivoting off of Gene for a second, is Asha, the cat girl. Yeah. Uh, Asha Glenn Clan, Clan Clan. Well, that's not her she, name. She is just a. She's one of the Clan Clan, I believe, is her race. Or no, uh, no, she's Katara no, no, no. Katara. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Her last name was Clan Clan. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, her vo- I had to watch the dub because the finding the sub version was impossible. I don't know why. I, I found it. It's on Funimation. Yeah, yeah. Guys, check it out. You can watch it legally there. Um, but like, the dub honestly wasn't bad for for. Uh, I, and normally, I think that's how it is on these older shows. Uh, the dub is pretty good. But her voice was like that generic, like uppity voice you see in anime. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Yeah. Um, and you know the voice. It just was uh. And that yeah. was the only bad character moment. See, the, like, the, I, I and the thing was, since since I watched the subbed version, I got the Japanese voice, and it, like, it still, she had that kind of, like, personality and everything with the voice actress in the Japanese. Like, it was very yes. uppity, kind of more higher-pitched. But it almost seems like, it's almost like when you watch a, uh, like, the Death Note live-action movie, and somebody, like, and when like L does something that's very anime, and it just is weird, you know what yeah. I mean? It's almost gotcha. like that. It's like seeing an English person do that. It just is off-putting, and I don't know what it is about that, but it it's very similar to like seeing somebody do something in real life. Like if you see anybody do a Naruto run in real life, you're yeah. like, that, what? Yeah, you, you yeah, you cringe. But in Outlaw Star, when they do it, you're like, oh, whoa, they're cool. Because they do it multiple times in this show. Do I don't know if you do? caught... Yeah, not the main characters. It's all the side characters. But there, there's quite a few instances of um, Naruto running in this show. The, anim- the old anime trick. Of so I guess Naruto go. stole it from Outlaw Star. That had to be it. We, we, because, so from there so. on out, if, when I start doing the Naruto run to get the class on time... It's called yeah, the Outlaw gonna, Star it's, Run. Yeah, it's the Outlaw Star Run. <laughs> or um, if you, or you know, if you want to be specific, it's the Seihobukyo Outlaw Star Run. But you know, God, look at who that wants to be specific? That, Thank oh, you. You're such Thank a you. weed man. I'm so impressed. <laughs> you know, yeah, you no, gotta gotta reach higher heights every day. She was probably my least favorite character. If I had to yeah. put a rating on it, just because uh, she was like the comedy relief. Um, and see, I really liked her character. Really. Yeah, I thought okay. partially because I really liked her character design. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought she was really yeah, cute. You did. Uh, I I very much did. Yes. Um, I don't know your feelings on cat girls, but mine are definitely positive. <laughs> no, I, don't get me wrong. I love cat girls. I'm a, I'm a um, fan through and through. It's just oh yeah, but I, I don't know. I think it was because she didn't want to help and inadvertently was helping, and she was clueless. Um, like towards the end. When uh, she just kind of, you just find out because they'd been hinting throughout the thing that she could be betraying them the whole time because she's just an idiot. But uh, and then at the end, you find out she was just at every place they stopped at. She was just calling her par- her parents basically, who were like the king and queen or whatever, and or like whoever was in charge of her basically. And she was just calling them and be like, "Hey, this is where I'm at." Um, and then especially whenever they found the um, what was the thing called that they were looking for the whole time? Oh, oh! You just made me go blank. Yeah, I just blanked on it. I promise we watched the show. Yeah, I um, swear we watched the show. It was um, like the it was the cylinder thing. It was in the middle of like the storm. Yeah. Oh, um, it was the our, ley, ley line. Yes, 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 yes. The the ley line. Um, 
Yeah, and like just when she when you find out, she just casually says, "Oh yeah, I just told him." I was I was just like that fits the character perfectly, and <laughs> you're so entertaining. But I could take you seriously too. Like you're the perfect mix of the two, oh. and you're cute as hell. So that also you know raises it a little bit. No, the character designs I definitely enjoyed. Um, oh, and one other thing I forgot is that you know we talk quite a few bit about like strong female characters, and she's literally the strongest character in the show. Like, physically. I, yeah, no, she won, what, the championship? Um, well, she would have, but I think... I don't need, I don't think that they ever finished the championship because... But she did uh, beat the champion. Um, well, I like how they put uh, Jean in a... Yeah, they put they, Jean in... in uh, drag, I guess, yep. is the word. That would be the word, yeah. Oh, man, yep. this is... Uh, this show is just... It's such a fun time. It's really... Um, it really is just a fun time. Um, going... Going back to Gene, and because we talked yeah. so much about handsome anime boys, we do his, like to dude, talk his about his body is crazy. Like his shoulders it are so is. broad, it's just like a tight stomach, and all of his I'm, scars, he looks like a tiger. Yeah, I know exactly. And I um, want to know why. Um, um, I say the uh, only thing. I mean, I liked his character design. His like wild and free character design that hooked me in episode one. Another thing that just hooked me was just the art style, honestly. Yeah. But uh, this is like a slight spoiler. And if this puts you off the show, I'm sorry, but like, just, just don't watch this section at the end or, you know, just close your eyes when it's happening. But when, when Jean gets the Naruto haircut, the Naruto time skip haircut, you know, the one when he gets that, oh, he's the worst. It looked so bad. It looked even worse than Naruto's. I don't even understand why they did it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand. Was it, but, oh man, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Uh, I, I just wanted to mention I, that that was the worst decision I've ever seen in a show, and I watched uh, Kiss Excess. <laughs> there was this, like, I don't know how to describe it, but like, it felt like they used CGI in this anime, but they couldn't have because this was before CGI was really a thing. Um, well, I don't think they did because you can see the cells in the show. Know, like, I don't know, maybe it was a stylistic choice, but sometimes, like, it just felt like the animation looked off. I don't know how to describe it without. I don't have an example of it neither. I should talk to a screenshot. Um, yep. Did you not like experience anything like that at all? I never really got a th- feeling of CG. There was times yeah. where like I could see the dust in between the um, the cells, uh, and I could oh, okay. then I could see the just the whole cell moving up. Um, sometimes when like something was lifting off or whatever, but it didn't like bother me too much. It was just something I would notice every once in a while, and it would like take me out a little bit, but not enough. Um, I guess really... maybe maybe it was just the the copy I had or like the the stream I was watching. Um, maybe maybe that's just yeah. it. That was just a minor complaint. All right. So um, anything else we talk about Gene? I think we should talk about talk about Malfina next. Malfina, or should we talk about uh, James Hawkins from Who is... from who's James Hawkins? You have you never seen um, Treasure Planet? Oh yeah, you're right. Or you're right. or Treasure Island? Yeah, I know. Who you're uh, about. <laughs> like literally, that's who he is. I think that's what Outlaw Star is too. I think it, it kind of does seem like a uh, retelling almost of out of like Treasure Island. See, I've never watched Treasure um, Island. Well, I've seen Treasure Planet, which is oh, okay. Treasure Island in space, and this is like also Treasure Island in space. I mean, but it, yeah. it was it was it definitely had a different take. But uh, James Hawkins was pretty cool. He was an eleven-year-old badass. He that's was. how I would See, describe him. Like we on all these like futuristic. Uh, like like uh, it was same thing in Megalobox. The little kid is like a super hacker. Yeah. Um, and they they explained it like his dad was like a hacker or something. Yeah. Um, 
But I, I just that's a funny little thing. I, I really like James, especially yeah. the episode where he goes on the date with that girl. Um, oh, that was the only yeah. part I didn't like about that episode was there was like he never like really no he knew he never knew what happened. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, you knew, like, watching him, and you're just like, oh, no. Yeah, I, I was sitting there the whole time just in dread, like, oh, no. Because I didn't see yeah. it coming. I don't know about you. I but I I knew the cat girl was one of the other, like, was the bad guy. But yeah, I see, figured, like, he would have found out and would have had to, like, kill her. I've never seen this happen before. I, I thought that she was related, but I didn't think she was going to be the bad guy. Okay. You know, I thought she was going to be like the number two of like the bad guy, kind of like how James is the number two to Gene. I got. I thought it was going to be like that, but the other way. Oh man, that killed me. Like yeah, it was. It, in case you don't know what happened, basically, uh, this James goes on a date or like meets this girl, ends up like yep. going on a couple of dates with uh, her, and he's the same. She's the same age. She has like two cats, and then later on we find out. Um, they, they scheduled to meet at 1 o'clock the next day, and then they both go back to their ships, and they ended up fighting each other that day. Um, and say, uh, Jim ends up killing the girl. I forget the girl's name. Um, the cat yeah, girl, I, don't remember I guess. Either. Yeah. Yeah. And so then after that, Jim goes meet, try, and waits for the girl for, like, hours. And we just see him, like, slowly get more and more sad. And then on the way back, like, have him and uh, him and Jim have a really nice moment where they, like, talk to each other. Um, yeah. But no, it just crushed. This is that's the probably the deepest episode on this show. I, that I was one of the it. that was one of the ones that kind of explored um, a deeper theme. Like there's a couple, but that one was really dark. Yeah, no, I um, that was my, probably my favorite episode of the show, hands down. It beat the ending for me. Only thing better was the Hot Springs episode. <laughs> and we'll uh, get to that in a bit. Uh, yeah. The the other thing I liked about James too is like at the beginning. Um, because James is like trying to stop Gene from doing all this, from just going having sex with everybody. Like yeah. Gene, Gene isn't really like the most moral of people. Um, I would say no, <laughs> he's always like trying you. to hook up with people. Uh, basically everywhere he goes, he's basically a douche, <laughs> but he's a, he's a cool too, which he is kind a of a yeah. Uh, does maybe like uh, what's the fake gold called? <laughs> Uh, fool's gold? Yeah, fool's gold. He's got a heart of fool's gold. Uh, but but James, like, in that first episode, I think it was in the first episode, when they leave, and James said, alright, we should go, uh, we should go do this, we should go do something else. And, uh, Gene was like, well, no, I'm going to, to, to drink tonight and have fun. And James like, well, fine, I'll come with you then and make sure you don't do too much. And Gene's like, are you sure you want to be, be there when I'm doing that? And then it just kind of dawns on James, and he and he's just like, "Okay, never mind." It just does a complete one eighty and walks out. Uh, I, well, he is. I do like how they treat him as like a, an actual eleven year old. And that's like, how, yeah, he how he's act. a genius, but he's also an eleven year old. And I, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I thought he was, it was believable. Whereas in some shows, it's not. You know, that's speaking of like the whole like sex and like the it just the first episode. What gripped me so well was just the grit of it. Like it was like yeah. it actually felt like a real western. Like, mm-hmm. like he went out and like would get drunk and like have sex with these girls. Um, he just did whatever he wanted to. Yeah, exactly. there was it was lawless. Like, basically, he was his he's his own man. Yeah, um, and it's just that's like that. Just like I, it's like it's R rated. I'm pretty sure this is R rated. Um, it might be R plus on yeah R plus. Anime list. Yeah, it um, is R plus for mild that nudity. That's just like it's such like a refreshing change from like new seasonal anime that come out. 
and I just I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I yeah. You would this would never air on TV just because how. Um, bad. I think it was. It might have been on Adult Swim. Oh really? But yeah, back Even or it was on. Movie? It was on Toonami. It was on Toonami. Oh wow. Um, they okay. probably blurred some stuff, but there wasn't a lot of nudity. Change in. Oh, it's not four kids. It's not four kids. It was four Yeah, uh, it was okay. Toonami and Toonami. They had Cowboy Bebop and uh, pretty sure they also did Trigon as well. And I don't know. I think this show is grittier than both of those. Like it's it's hard. Like it's kind of weird to compare the three, but at the same time, it makes sense. It, you know, it's um, an easy comparison. It's like a really easy. easy comparison, and like a lot of people will like. I mean, what I've seen is that this one gets left out of the conversation almost 100 percent of the time. But uh, Cowboy Bebop is considered a goat anime, yes. and uh, Trigun is considered good. By a lot of people, I mean, I think it's kind of a split thing, though. For most people, you love it or you hate it. I'm just kind of in the middle. Like, I didn't really; it was fine. But uh, Outlaw Star, I think, is another one that is like kind of divisive. By, I can see that. Yeah. Especially like in today's kind of climate, with with everything. Yeah, like, with the, I don't I, think yeah. many people, I think, would be adverse to to Gene, to say the least, with his uh. His antics. <laughs> yeah, with his uh, moral outlook. I, but I think that's yeah. what makes it interesting. It's such Yeah, a, no, for sure. It's an anime of its time. Like this isn't this really wouldn't is. come out in twenty eighteen or like I, I I know for a fact if I was like to fall asleep and wake up and w- just find this anime on like Toonami back when I was a kid, I would yeah. love it. Oh, one I would my, too. My favorite anime. Oh yeah. Like, it has hot girls, guns. It's why I love yep. SAO. But this is like, like <laughs> good. Except I, except I, swords. I, except swords. Yeah. Instead of guns. Like, honestly, all this week I've been thinking about how cool it would be to be a space cowboy, and I, now I'm going to go back because like I put I went on hiatus for Cowboy Bebop just because the episodic yeah. format's called like binge. I'm definitely yeah. going to go back and watch that now. Or finish and it. speaking of that episodic format, I think that's a huge plus for Outlaw Star because yes. out of the three shows, this is the only one that's not episodic. Yo, like 100%. it's kind of episodic, you know. Like you could watch each episode individually, and you will get a complete story. But there's also an overarching narrative going on that's, like, prevalent in each episode. Where, like, Cowboy Bebop has, like, that overarching story, but in certain episodes it doesn't matter, you know. And uh, Trigun also has, like, an overarching story, but you don't know about that till like, halfway through the show. And it's also still an episodic show. And that's what I think... I thought the pacing of this show was amazing. I did. Yeah, no, I especially, like... We'll talk about the ending later, but like I think yeah. the meat and potatoes of this show was definitely episode one to like episode seventeen. Like in between there, I love the show. I'll, um, the ending, personally, just to go ahead and say it, it kind of brought it down for me. I didn't like the ending okay. as much, but we'll talk about that later. I I did like the ending, so that'll be interesting to talk about. Okay, um, let let's just finish out the characters, and then we'll uh, yeah. So. Who's the next one you want to talk about here? Uh, we can have we talked about. I said Melfina. We'll talk about her yeah, real quick. Let's talk about Melfina. So, um, what did you think about her at first? At first, I was like, "Oh, she's just going to be the hot female girl, a part of the show." Like the, my very first impression. Um, yeah. And I, I, she did grow on me. I, I do like her character. She's like, I guess not the straight man in a way, but she. I'm not sure how to describe. She's it. like oblivious. Yeah. But it's because she doesn't know things. Not in like Aisha's case, where Aisha is oblivious because she's an idiot. Uh, like Melfina isn't an idiot. She's really smart. She just doesn't know. Like she, because because she was 
like a bio android, right? Yeah, she but she, yeah. So they they say she's a bio android, but she's more than a bio android. Yeah, um, and that's how they describe it. Well, um, they don't really go into detail on it, which I liked. Yeah, and I mean we can we'll go into a little bit more detail later on, because uh, it has pertains to the ending. Yeah, of what she is, but uh, yeah. So there's Malfita. I I didn't like her at first either. I thought, she, but I thought she was just kind of bland. Um, but then yeah, I could see that. as her character started to go forward, it made sense why she was bland at the beginning. She like had a it was like a good arc. Yeah. A personal arc. And everything was done, um, like with a purpose for her. And I yeah, thought like, that was really smart. Yeah. We got to see her like struggle and like, I, I do, they do have a lot of underlying themes for a show about boobs and guns. Yeah. Like, I was going to the temple. See, I was really surprised with all of the uh, different kind of like heavy themes they talked about in the show. Yeah. Because they talked about religion. They talked about like getting over somebody. They talked about dealing with yourself and other people. Um, there's just a lot. I mean, that's just like the three I could name off the top of my head. Yeah, it, it's. They even kind of dealt with sexuality in the show as well. I think so with like Lou, uh, Fred with Fred Lau. with Fred Lau, yeah. Lowe, however you want to say his name. I, I don't even, um, yeah. <laughs> they said the it multiple English different dub ways. was Fred Lowe, is how they pronounced it. I think they said Fred Lau in uh, the the uh, Japanese, but I think they also said Fred Lou sometimes. So I don't know how it's pronounced. It's spelled L-U-O, which is not either Lau or Lowe. That's like Luo, but I don't know. It's whatever. We'll just call him gay people. We'll just call him Fred. Fred, sure. Because <laughs> that's, that's his first name. <laughs> um, the well, do you want to talk about? Let's talk about Suzuka because that's round. Yeah, the the the, the, the rest of the cast, the rest of the crew members of the ship. I mm. I thought she was pretty cool. I wish um that she'd been explored a little bit more though. Yeah, she kind of just disappeared. Some came back. Um, yeah, and it like we, she was the mysterious samurai girl, so that was fine. But I I thought she was interesting and had the, and I thought she was gonna be able to move the show forward some yeah you know? especially like because her res- resolution was kind of just like one off and then it never came back again he, she never tried to kill him again yeah um, um and i felt a little like like she kind of just like oh she's gonna be the next member as soon as she came up and also she was in the yeah. op so i see that's the thing that i knew um of how she's gonna be it's just because she was sitting on the bed with uh aisha and um Malfina. and so i knew all three of them were gonna be members in the crew from that yeah. one yeah exactly and um, uh, speaking of that what did you think about the the subtle change in the the op from was, from them like sitting on the couch or the bed like and looking away separately to like midway through the show when everybody was finally part of the crew they were all all three of them were like cuddled together on the couch i never even noticed that you I missed that busy. i saw that and i was like oh man i love when shows do that just they because when you got a banger op like this show yeah, 100%. and then you you just edit you change it slightly to reflect kind of what's going on in the show then oh man i love that stuff the i this like you there's a couple anime that like you know like, you just listen to it every single time the uh like, you listen to op every single time and like i think cowboy bebop too, yeah i was just too engrossed in the sound to actually pay attention to the visuals after like the second time that's, that's i mean that's fair it. i really like the visuals of it too though i thought it was a really dynamic op yeah I, um, it's it's definitely a change from like the jazzy western that is Cowboy Bebop. It's a lot more like it yeah. pumps you up a lot more. Yeah, it's a more exciting western. Mm-hmm. It, so, I I, I honestly see, like I think this should be over Trigun. I think 
I, I will talk about what I think it is here in a bit, what my okay. ranking of the three shows are. Um, okay. Let's, I think... What did, you, what did you think about Suzuka? Just basically, like, that there wasn't, like, a lot there? Wasn't really enough I, to... Yeah, but I, I can't complain. Um, those, the other characters were fleshed out enough. She wasn't really the focus I, see, of the I mean, show. she was... I mean, and she was fleshed out, like, enough. It's just one thing where maybe if... Because there's a manga of this, I believe. Yeah, there's a manga. So maybe in the manga she is... um. Like more, what's it called? Like explored. Yeah, because yeah, she goes maybe from, not like, being actually this crazy badass uh, assassin that like only kills at right at twilight, and then that never gets talked about again after the like the episode she's introduced on. Um, she just kills whenever it's needed. Um, I, I yeah. think she's a really cool character. Um, I I I can't really say much more about her to be honest. Um, I think she was hot. In in the hot Definitely, yeah. episode, she was very hot. I don't know what else. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what else to say. Um, <laughs> Do you, do you want to talk about the villains? The, the Dougal, McDougal brothers? The McDougal brothers. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, um, so let's ahead, talk talk about Ronald first here. Ronald McDonald, or McDougal, <laughs> sorry. Um, He was there, and he has a scar on his mouth. Yeah. No. Other than that, I don't think he was really... There's a lot more focus on his younger brother. Yeah, Harry. Harry McDougal, who I absolutely love. You, you really? I really liked, like... I don't... It's the same way, like, people... Okay, this is going to sound edgy, Uh-oh. but it's the same way people like the Joker. I just don't okay. want to sound like a gamer boy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's the same way people like the Joker. Like, the Joker's a terrible person, but he's a really good character. And it's the same way with Harry. Like, Harry is an awful, awful person. Okay. But he's realized yeah. almost perfectly, I could believe everything that he was doing, and... It even got me to sympathize with him a bit at the end. I'm not going to lie, but I it never like really fully. I was still also like that sucks, man, but you deserve this, you know. Like see, I you said you could relate to him. I couldn't. His character just seemed I could relate to him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's different. Sympathize, sympathize. <laughs> yes, I could sympathize. I <sighs> couldn't even sympathize. Like he just his character seemed so off the wall. Like um he just fell in love with uh Melfina. That we, that was never really explained, just because they were androids, I guess. Then yeah. he like basically pulls like a Yandere card, and then at the very end, the, mm-hmm. well, it's, like, it's not really talking about the end, but like Melfina kind of forgives him and accepts him in a way. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't like that. Too and I was much. like, no, that's complete one. Just because he, yeah. just because he's like, he, we'll talk about that later. But just because yeah. that happened, you, you shouldn't forgive um, him. Yeah. No. Okay. So here's. So you say that it's just kind of there's no like progression. It just kind of happens. Yeah. I completely disagree. I could see, I saw him at the beginning, you know, at first he doesn't know who these people are. He doesn't know who like Gene or anybody is. Gene comes up and attacks him first, um, at the race. And then Harry's like, what? Okay. Like Harry gets punched and everything. And so now he's got a thing out for Gene and he wants to, you know, kill Gene now. And then he meets Melfina and realizes that Melfina is a bio Android similar to how he is, but we don't really know that. Um, so he kind of, and he falls in love with Melfina and he become and he's obviously like messed up in the head. Like he's obviously deranged be, just from the way, like you'll see him talking and what he's trying to do and everything. Um, and so you'll see, you see this kind of progression of him just obsessing over this one thing that he has to have it and he'll do anything to get it. And yeah, just seeing that whole progression. I really like I mean, it's again, it's kind of screwed up to say, but I really like when 
like characters just break down mentally. Okay. If that makes sense. Jesus like when man. a character goes from like sane to like absolutely just like sitting in a corner and not being able to like talk to anybody See. anymore. Like it's not like good. I, I don't think that's like I don't want that to happen to anybody, but I find it really interesting when that happens to characters. Okay, I got you. Um the, but the thing is I don't think he was ever sane. I think he was always insane. Um it just seemed like he <laughs> went from like they portrayed him because he he was introduced really like his like character was introduced during the uh the race episode where they were racing yeah. um the I, I forgot the name of the race but they, it was the racing episode if you watch the show you know what i mean and yeah. they like they show him like come in and he's just like this like arrogant punk um and then he goes from that to kind of ins- to going insane like, it just didn't seem i see i think well for me. i think the thing that really sold it for me at the beginning is cuz they had introduced him earlier as being the Mc- one of the two McDougal brothers and obvious, and these two, it's, it was shown that they just do anything for money. It doesn't matter what. They'll kill people. They'll, uh, you know, I mean, they, they did kill people for just money. They killed Gene's uh, dad for we money. We don't know that. They never well, did. they, yeah, they, yeah, no, Gene knows. They show, and in, in the flashback, they show their ship. Yeah. When, and uh, the McDougal brothers just forgot it because they do so many other things that human life doesn't matter to them anymore. It was never canon, John. That it's 100% canon. They didn't confirm it. Yes, they did. Well, they you know, didn't because they didn't remember because they didn't care enough. But there was already two of the same ship. There could be another ship. All right. Like well, let's just let's, let's just read the description of Gene Starwind on my anime list to, to dispel <sighs> oh. this. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. The he was a young man who developed a fear of space flight and a hatred of pirates during an attack when he was 15 that resulted in his father's death at the hands of a band of mercenaries led by Ron McDougal. Oh, son, get it. The manga was only three. The manga was only three volumes. It was in. It was in the anime. They okay. showed it. They said it. Okay, Maybe well, if you didn't watch the inferior English dub. <laughs> <laughs> you can have this one. You win it. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Okay. I, before we stop talking about characters, we have to talk about Hilda. Because she was the person that yes. got Jean into space, pretty much. Yep. She was only in the first four episodes. Yeah. But she's she, she was the catalyst of the entire show. What was her nickname? It was like Ice Hot. It was Hot, hot, ice, uh, hot ice, ice Hilda, I think. Yeah, that was it. I was getting that Yeah. Yep. Uh, like that, that was a cool name. Um, it was. The, Still don't really know what it means, but you know, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was just like the. I, I don't know. There's not really much to say about her character. I think it's just she was there for such a short time. Well, she was. She was really important because she gave them the XGP, the Outlaw Star. Yeah. She gave like she told them about the ley line. Um, she is the only reason they met Melfina. Like yeah. literally, this show would not have happened without her. Yeah, she was the plot device that brought them together. And they yeah. Killed they, just killed they killed her off, but, like, she was still relevant throughout the show, too. I mean, not, like, majorly, but at the end of the show, she was kind of brought up again as being, like, yeah. very important. Yeah, she was. Um, and so I liked that tie-in that she did matter, and it wasn't just, like, a... She wasn't just a catalyst. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, and, oh, we've got Gilliam, the ship, the ship itself. Oh, yeah, Gilliam was great. Yeah, Gilliam, too. That- He's a funny little comic relief guy. Um, I think that's pretty much all the characters we need to talk about. Um, all the other ones, like big, yeah, the bi- the other big bads um, from the. Oh yeah, the pirates. The pirate, whatever pirate fleet it was, they weren't that important to me. They were just kind of like. Yeah, I didn't. 
they yeah they were like more of the monster of the week kind of thing um i found that uh you know that wanderer like the kind of traveler guy that had the duel with gene yeah yeah i thought he was pretty cool no, um yeah, he, he was wasn't like uh he was more interesting than the rest of the entire pirate crew and like i was kind of disappointed too about that because they set this yeah. pirate crew up to be these big bads and really important um but they weren't really. They weren't yeah. even like too much of a threat. Like at the end, they kind of just shoehorned him in the the, the final yeah. like, guy. Um, and Pretty I much. Was, that kind of let me down, to be honest, because um, that 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 we'll get if we when we talk about the end, we'll get into that too. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no, I think that's yeah. it for the characters. I, I don't think there's well, any really one else. Um, I think it's time that we talk about the specials. Oh, okay. Do you, you have so, something you want to say then about specials first? Well, episode 16. So the specials are episode 16 and episode 23 when you watch it normally. It took us like a bit to figure that out, even though it's said directly on Mal. It's still yeah. weird because on the Mal page for Seho Bukyo Outlaw Star, it says 24 episodes, but on the episode videos, it has episode 26 and it has yeah. 26 episodes. So a little confusing, but yeah, that's how that works. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, the specials. The first one, they go to find this treasure in on this underwater planet, and they fight a sea monster, and that's the episode. Cool. Uh, I mean, there's not really a lot to talk about there, the, I don't think. I want to talk about the pirate guy. He was the most stereotypical pirate-looking yeah, man. That's I've true. Ever seen. He was pretty funny, too. Like I liked him as a character, like as a one-off character. Yeah. It definitely felt like a filler episode, but it was still enjoyable it wasn't naruto filler yeah there was very obvious it was a filler too at the end especially because it was like they because they literally had to reset everything back to square one they went and found all this like uh dragonite is that what it was yeah dragonite yeah and it ended up being like the most precious metal in the entire universe because it's the only thing that you can't make and yeah it was only finite resource and they had like this at the very end they were like oh it's not like real dragonite it was like some low density stuff yeah it was low density dragonite it was was worthless and it wasn't enough to even repair the ship. Uh, also, like yep. they were always in debt, like, they weren't yeah. like making a big money. Um, yeah, no, I liked that because and that's that's similar to uh, to Cowboy Bebop too. Again, because you know on the Bebop they're always broke. Yeah. Um, and I, I I like that uh, that kind of trope. I guess you'd call it. It's, I, I just find it a fun genre. trope. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, See, but, Trigon didn't really have that, but Trigon was a different thing. Trigon's weird. We'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> We should um, everything in a bit. We will, yeah, yeah. This is gonna be a four-hour-long podcast, guys. <laughs> Sit, it's get ready. Uh, no, yeah, but was, so for was, the second, yeah, special. You want to just introduce what it is? Um, uh, it's the Hot Springs episode. Yeah. If the, the, if you've been watching anime for if this is if you this is if you've seen one anime before this, you know what a Hot Springs episode is. It's the same as the beach episode. Those two just get interchanged. Yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> getting the characters in revealing clothing. Yeah, including um, the guys in oh, this one yeah. too, which I was oh, I was happy about. But also the thing that I thought was pretty interesting was until they were actually in the hot spring, and even then, uh, the only character that was really played up for uh, fan service was Aisha. Yeah, the cat girl. Yeah, she's the only one that you get to see anything, and she but she she's also the one who's like more playful, and is kind of like. Oh wow, that got you, only this much got you excited and everything. She's like that kind of character. Yeah. And she likes to tease them, I guess you could say. 
Um, there was there was like this funny like uh, progression of jokes. Uh, it's when he they like, go to like the traditional hot spring on the other mountain to go see the the girl wizard or whatever they called her. Um, yeah. And like he uh, and Gene went up the first time, get knocked over by the snowball, um, and then went into like the like it was like a lizard woman's bath. It's like I'm not here for the show. Yeah. And then she like slapped him or something. And then he went up again and he fell. Well, into no, she the, she doesn't slap him. She she just says. Oh my, or some something like that. She doesn't hit him though, and this is the second time this has happened that it was the lizard woman. Because oh, earlier, yeah, because earlier it was she was in a bikini in the earlier, but she was still it was still her, and they kind of played it off again. Okay, okay, yeah. I got you. Um, so that was then, a reoccurring thing. And then it was uh, he fell into the 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 hot spring with like the other two main characters, um, the ninja girl Suzuki and Nofina. Yes, and like, yep. And they like just they punted her out of there with the katana, and then he she falls into the lava pit. Which yeah, she didn't die from the lava pit. No, um, that Aisha with, is in with Aisha. Yeah, because like, Aisha oh. finally found a hot spring hot enough. That's crazy. Which was the lava pit, and yeah, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, um, too. Because I was I was thinking the whole time I was like, what is? Because at first when she when Aisha was like, oh, this isn't like hot at all. I was like okay, well, it's just a train car being filled with water. Like, I'm sure, you know, that makes sense. It's not too hot. Then they're actually in the hot spring, and even Suzuka's like, yeah, this is what a hot spring experience is. Aisha's still like, this is not hot enough. And I was like, okay, something's weird here. And then you get the payoff of her literally sitting in lava and just having, having, living her best life, as they say. I want to say this may be one of the best beach episodes I've ever seen. Like, not even from, like, a fan service standpoint. It is. Because, just... well, I think part of it is because there's not a, as much fan service. You know? Yeah, yeah no, I, I get that. I get and that. there's not even, like, even during the show, there's not, like, a ton of fan service for what happens in the show. That's fair. I think, yeah, it's like, a mature look, I think. Yeah, it's actually, it's probably about as much fan service if you take out the uh, fan, the um, Hot Springs episode, the entire show probably has the same amount of fan service as Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I can say that. I think that's fair. Um, I think, and that was really surprising, based on the first episode, when you see him in bed with a hooker. Yeah, and no, yeah, it, it's that. That's also what gripped me like that. Just mature look on. Yeah, um, and they weren't like playing it for jokes. They're just like, this is a thing he does too. Yeah, and Which, like, um, he was like very he was a regular. He knew who he, he was. Um, yeah, that's. I, I think the first episode maybe one of the strongest episodes of the show. Just how well it pulls you into this world. I it's one. Of, it might be one of my favorite first episodes that I can really think of. Yeah, like of I, a show. I think, and those are just, very important. Because like it just sets normally it just sets the plot, but this didn't did more than just set the. plot. It set the tone. It set the plot. It it, yeah, it gave characterization really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just did a lot. Um, just... But the the Hot Springs episode did even more, I think, because firstly, this is an episode added after the fact, and so he goes. They go to this planet to get these three special shells for the caster. The caster gun. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so he they go to this planet, and uh, they find these these three wizards that can make them, and this was not necessary to have. Because it was not talked about in the the last part of the show, but it was interesting to see how he got them and like to show how rare these caster um, rounds are. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Or the shells, I think they were called. 
Yeah, Caster Shells, I think is what the actual name was. Yeah, no, it yeah. was just the, it gave a purpose to the beach episode other than just to get the characters naked. It yeah, it had really funny gags, especially um, like the the part where they get the uh, other wizard naked, um, and then she sends the video back, and it yeah, just completely explodes their entire yep. like, like temple. <laughs> And, um, and they don't even care. Like the old man yeah. at the end, the old man's like, "It was worth it." Yep. Yeah, I saw it naked. I said it was worth it. Oh, yeah, oh, it, it was just, it just did so much, and I'm really impressed by it. It did uh, so much, and it did so much so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ex- I mean, in OVAs, like a lot of times they're just fluffed material, but it, it wasn't. It like also added to like both the lore and like the straight story of the show, which I thought was interesting. Which I didn't think the other OVA did as well. I think Ad. so too, and it it also showed like Gene, another side of Gene, other than just like sex and guns. It was he if, when he puts his mind on he he really wanted these caster shells, yeah. Um, and he he just completely ignored like everything else that was going. Well, not completely ignored. That's not true because he did end up blowing up with the with the video. But uh, but after yeah. he got the shells, so see, but he already got the shells at that point. So yeah, I think it was a very interesting look on Gene. I think it was a very good episode. That, that's honestly yeah. one of the highlights for me. Oh, you know what? Actually. So let's go ahead and start talking about the ending okay. because I want to mention something relevant to this episode. So you remember when uh, the female witch or wizard or whatever said to him, if you use these in succession, it'll drain your life force. Yeah. And they, he mentions that in the second to last episode, I think it was. Mm-hmm. He mentions that, that oh, he's, he, it's like an offhand comment like, oh, wow, these really do drain your life force. Yeah. And if I hadn't had that episode, I would have been lost That's, completely yeah, no, on that. I, I actually didn't think about that until you just said that. That's so I just thought – I just remembered it too. And the fact that they'd kind of added that in because they were like, okay, this is a little weird. That was – I mean, I'm impressed, honestly. A lot of shows won't do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of shows just kind of are like, yeah, whatever. It's an offhand comment. It explained, yeah, you know, it, it it added like a weight to the OVA that yeah. wasn't there. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they didn't even make. Maybe it was actually like a part of the show and just got cut. Um, I'm not sure what the production. Yeah, I'm not. Is. I don't. Yeah, see, we didn't really look into that too much. But it it does seem that that's an integral like an integral part. Like it made the beach episode worth something. Um, yeah, it was substance. Okay, it so really. That thing is prime. Um, Fifty minutes in, this is prime ending. Yes, time. so we're going to be talking about the end of the show completely, and I think that you should watch the show before you listen to this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So The ending show, it was a letdown yeah. for me. It was cliche. I didn't like it. I See, like it. I, I d- did like it. Like I thought it was cliche, but I thought it was also trying to explore deeper themes, which I think it did relatively well, Um. and I liked it for that even though it was cliche and maybe it was also because I had that kind of thing in the, like of what year it came out. Like I was just aware of that. So I was able to recognize that, Okay. you know, that might've been part of it. I don't know. But, uh, compared to the end of cowboy bebop, I know you haven't seen it. Yeah. I know he dies. Um, that, that's spoiler for cowboy bebop. Oh, it might oh be- yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, it's worked it's, me a long time ago. Okay. So the comparatively, I don't know. I liked this ending a lot better, except for the Naruto haircut. That can get that out of here. I, the problem with it for me, it just seemed like too much happenstance going on at the very last minute. Like they all just happened to arrive at the land on the exact same time, and the uh, the pirate fleet is almost figuring out how to get in, and they just did it right as soon as they go in. And then yeah. also the uh, McDougal brothers 
Um, they pick up the scientist and he, they just find the scientist on a whim, and he programmed Harry to be able to tr go through to find the ley line. It just, that took me out of it. Like, oh, they just rushed the ending. Like, I wish yeah, I, I get that because it did seem kind of abrupt mm -hmm. um, that all of a sudden everything was happening. And I think that was just, I, I kind of wish that this show had been longer. Uh, yeah, just they, so that we could have had more of a gradual thing to the ending, but yeah, I think it was. I think that was the worst part of the show for me was just the all of a sudden the jump to yeah. everything's happening. We have to wrap up now. We only have a few episodes left. Mm -hmm. And they like the biggest thing was going back to like the big bad, like the pirate. I don't know his name. He was. He, I have no clue. He, he is inconsequential. I didn't care about him. Yeah, yeah, he like he was like all the this entire time we were told that like the big seven for the pirate fleet. And we were like, show yep. each time them fighting these battles are super, uh, and then like the, he ends up being the final boss, pretty much, of the yeah, of basically. The, and it turns into like a, uh, you've played Persona Four, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah, was the ending not eerily similar? Yeah, I I think it definitely yeah. was similar. Um, like they have this like awesome like huge fight. It, it kind yeah. of reminds me also of uh, Tang and Top and Gurren Lagann of that ending. Yeah, of just it, going, it did. Like, crazy out of proportions and obviously this one came out before either of those i do just want to put that out there that this yeah. one was first technically um, um but yeah it was just that like kind of building on top of building on top of building and like they just kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger and yeah it was weird but uh so melfina we she was kind of the central conceit of these three episodes yes and so basically um I mean, I guess to kind of fully explain what she was, she was she was like the key to the ley line, as I understand it. But also the ley line itself, in a way. Yeah, because like without her, the ley line uh, kind of doesn't exist. Yeah, no, and, I think so too. But but without her there, then you can't gain anything from the ley line. Like Maybe. she was integral to that part. For such a major. Like for the, it's pretty much the one piece of the this show. It's like the ultimate yeah, basically like going for. It yeah. just kind of let me down. Like it was I, cool I honestly, I didn't think they'd make it. Really? See that. Would I be didn't. A cool ending. I didn't really think they would. I thought it was gonna just be like this mystical thing, and they were just gonna be like, um, well, I guess you know, at the end of the show, it'd be like, well, I guess we'll keep trying to find that ley line. But like they would have found out who Melfina was, like what she was, answered all the questions, and just left the ley line as. It's the thing. I got you. And I think that might have been a better ending, but I, I really liked all the themes that they um, tried to uh, explore to, with the see, ending. To me, it just it seemed like a hot, like a, a jumbled mess. Because like after that, they all able to get in um, with no problems. Um, they all like then they get into like this maze, um, and they all like they're running towards it, and like they all like fight each other off tournament style based on what route they have. Um, and you, and then also like the way they did Suzuka at the very end, like oh you think you thought I was coming with you because I liked you? No, I wanted to beat this ultimate pirate villain that killed my family that looked just like me that we've never seen before at all. Um, it just well like, we've all, seen that character before, just not without the mask. Yeah, like we didn't just, know anything about them. It just seemed like a I don't know, like it, it just was. It, it honestly was my least favorite part of the show. Like I think without this, it would have been better. Even though like. One of the appeals of the show is the non-episodic format to get to the late line. Yeah, um, it's just I don't know how to like express it well. It just it wasn't the ending I was hoping for. Um, I guess is the way yeah. to put it. I mean that's for sure. But um, 
I say when I keep saying all these themes, like I guess to put it in like words, better words, like they they really focused on like what the self was during this whole thing. It kind of honestly it reminded me a little bit of uh, Evangelion, and I know everybody says that. Um, everybody you know always says, "Oh, well, this is derivative of Evangelion," but uh, you know it's. <laughs> It kind of is, in a way, I feel, because it was them, like, kind of, they're kind of, like, floating through subspace, you know? Yeah, no, I, I 100% get that. It, um, it, it, the show, I just wish the ending was different. I don't know how else to explain it. I, I get what you're saying, but, like, yeah. I, and I do think it was trying to get better themes, but it just, they rushed it. And they blew yeah, no, it. and I, I agree that they rushed it. I don't think they completely blew it. But, um, I, th- I think it was partially poor planning and partially just, okay. they ran out of time. Yeah. I think I, is what it really came down to. Um, I, I think so too. Um, but I, I, that, we can give him an excuse, but it just doesn't make it for yeah. the fact. Oh yeah. yeah no. Cause Let's I, say, and like, like I said, I don't really ca- like, it's not that I like the, uh, the full ending. It's, I like the ideas of the ending. But I think it definitely was executed fairly poorly. Okay. Yeah. See, that's what brought it down. It was probably like up to that point, it was like an eight or a nine for me. And then after yeah. the ending, it brought it down to a seven. I think it's still feel enjoyable. They were enjoyable episodes. I, yeah. I had it at a nine until the ending as well. Um, and there were some other like kind of major thing or not major, but like minor things throughout the show. Like, I mean, just like the, the um, sliding, like when you could see the cells moving, I was like, you know, that's a little. Like, it's cool to be able to see that, but not, like, as often as I could. It's a little sloppy. It was, yeah, exactly. Like, when you could see dust particles um, in between or, like, on the screen, it was just kind of like, okay, guys, come on. And I think <laughs> that You guys probably, made Gundam. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that is derivative of, like, what this story is about. It's not a story about finding the late line. It's a story about these not. characters going through these crazy adventures, and we're just yeah. following them. And I, I wish... Honestly, I, I would love like now that you said it. I would love the idea of them never finding it and we just see them. I wish, honestly, I kind of wish like talking this out with you. I kind of wish that it was like One Piece, because One Piece they, I mean, Oda knows how it's going to end, but it's been going for like it's over eight hundred episodes, and the manga is even farther. It's probably going to break a thousand chapters soon, 100%. um, and the uh, they're it's not a journey about the the one piece nobody cares about that really like it's that's the end goal but the whole it, it is about the journey not the destination which 100%. i think this show is exactly the same yeah, and it, i do wish that they would have that's why i said i wish it was longer yeah i think but i i think so too um but yeah no i completely agree with that i don't really have a critique of that yeah the but the thing is that it's just, God, I don't know. Like, I've, I've never been like this awardless over a show before because <laughs> it really let me down in the end. I'm not gonna lie. I know I've probably said that 15 times now. Yeah. It, it is a great show, and the last three episodes, I think, okay, past the last three episodes, the very final like scene after credit of the final episode, where like it's them. It's like the main three. It's uh, J- uh, James, Jean, and Melfina take off. And yeah. they, the other people don't take off with them. Like, oh, they've separated. But then you see, like, a repair comes, 
and they end yep. up coming back and it's a surprise and like the, the gang's back together again and i did like the little comment from the uh, repair guy like oh man it's gonna be a nicer yeah, ride home quiet on the way home uh, and i was like what the what does that even mean <laughs> and then you realize and it was like that's a good that's a good setup you know and I do well like open end it, and they show like I yeah they're still gonna be going on these adventures like that wasn't in RBL but okay going back to the very like final another reason why I didn't like I'm gonna keep harping on the final episode <laughs> the it was the the very end of it like what do you like the it was like I think verbatim what they said was uh, Melfina was talking to Jin when they were in the ley line it was like what do you want and Jin was like I just want to be with you and I was like. <sighs> I just want to like explore forever with you or whatever the line was. And I was just and like, oh. I, you know, at that point I was just like, do it, please let us be there with you though. I want to, I want to explore with you. I want to watch you do these things, you know, but like, I'm not going to lie. Though, I didn't even hardly pay attention to the final, to the final fight episode. Like the final, the final fight. fight, the final fight was kind of boring. Yeah. I, I was struggling a little bit. I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> and then after the crazy, I was like, Oh, that's really cool. I was back into yeah. it. Yep, because it really was about the characters. It was about but, the characters. But uh, thankfully, we got a we got a spinoff called Seihai Tenshi Angel Links. So right. thank thank God for that. What is that? Um, I don't know. It's a spinoff, but I think we're gonna have to watch it. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, and and I did forget my quote. That my favorite quote from the show okay. that came from Aisha because I think it explains her character perfectly, and it's the perfect summation of her character all in a sentence. I can't stand bastards like you who plan out every little thing. I think that's fair. Was and, she talking uh, to Jim at that point? Or James? Or yeah, she was talking to Gene. Gene. Gene, okay. No, no, wait. Yeah, not Gene. No, Gene doesn't plan anything. Yeah, she was talking to James because Gene does not plan anything. <laughs> no, I, I did like like the, I guess, the juxtaposition between him and Jim, Jim, James and Jim, Gene, like how well they complemented each other um, as characters. Yeah. Like, you could see how they look really as a good. team. Um, yep. Like he has the brain, like the brain power behind it. Gene has like the the point man, as he said himself. Yeah. Uh, um. Is well, there anything else to talk about? We are over I think hour. we're we're running a little late, so um, I think I want to I want to just give this this other opinion somebody who didn't like it quite as much. Okay. Um, and I kind of agree with them as well. So this this is the end of their review here. They gave it a four on Mal. So this is our Mal review section. Um, so if it stuck with being a comedy, I would have loved it, but it seemed to try too hard at the end to all of a sudden become serious and dramatic. I'm not saying to take away, or I'm not trying to take away anyone else's happiness about this show, just giving the potential viewers a different POV. Um, I kind of, kind of hated it, but, or I kind of agreed but I also liked when it got serious as well. I, but so. see, I don't think that does it justice. It was, it always had those undertones. It was always a little serious. Like for example, yeah, exactly, I exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I liked it being serious at points. I, I do agree with him. At the very end was took it a little bit too far. Um, but That's I, fair. Like, but like even though it did happen towards the later, the cat episode that was a really deep moment with a. Uh, I think that was a great episode. Um, uh, yeah, it's one of the best of the Shoda series. died. That was a pretty, that was um, a pretty rough episode for the boys. Yep. But to wrap everything up, uh, what would you rank this one with Trigon uh, and uh, Kelby Bebop, even though you haven't seen either of those two? Um, I, I've seen some of them. You haven't finished, Bebop. yeah, but you haven't seen any of Trigon. Uh, so what do you rank? I'd rank it number one, I guess. I haven't seen Bebop. Honestly, after seeing all three, I think 
uh, I put Outlaw Star at the best, just barely over Cowboy Bebop. Oh wow! Because oh, of wow. the, because I think I I'm willing more willing to go back to this show and watch it. Okay. Um, and that's and like Cowboy Bebop is fun, but it's not fun like this show was. Like this show was a blast. It was a blast. So, any final comments? Um, watch this show. It's better than Cowboy Bebop. You heard that right here from CD. Hundred <laughs> percent. Facts. That's right, you did. Watch this show. It's a it's an 11 out of 10, honestly. Uh, <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for watching or listening. I always say watching. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Two Dweebs podcast. Check out my Twitter and YouTube down in the description below, the Seaweed Ambassador. And check out all the links we had at the beginning of the show down there as well. Uh, stick around next week when we review something else. I don't know, but check us out on Tuesday on Bunch, all the platforms we're on. I don't even know how many we're on now. Stitcher, a Twitter. Uh, not Twitter. Um, <laughs> uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Listen to us all there. Sm- uh, we don't, smash that yeah. like button. <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe. And we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. See ya.